This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 21st of April. In your sport today, more fallout from the Europe Super League and NRL star Latrell Mitchell has been suspended for four weeks. Plus, the Gabba will undergo a substantial rebuild and it's a tie for the AFLW Best and Fairest for 2021. All right, Gem, let's dive in. It's been a massive week in football since the new European Super League has been announced, even though it's only Wednesday, Gem. (laughs) Manchester City have now withdrawn from the breakaway league and Chelsea are reportedly set to follow suit. And all of this is less than 24 hours after Real Madrid president Florentino Perez, who's chairman of the new Super League, said that the 12 clubs involved so far signed contracts and would have to play, Greg. Looks like they don't think they do. Meanwhile, Manchester United, who supported the new league, have stood down executive vice chairman Ed Woodward. He was set to leave at the end of the season anyway, but the club brought it forward to now. And it's been reported that the new competition have sent a letter to the governing bodies of football for the globe and Europe, including FIFA and UEFA, saying they've asked to meet to discuss the new league. The letter included details that they are taking legal steps to protect the league, but they also want to discuss how the Super League can coexist with the current game. And yesterday, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson met with the Football Association, Premier League officials and fans representatives. Johnson shared in their own statement that the government would be taking whatever action is necessary to put a stop to the league, including legislative action if required. Oh, it's getting very messy. <laughs> South Sydney Rabbitohs gun fullback and Dally M favourite Latrell Mitchell has been suspended for four weeks after losing his fight at the judiciary last night. Mitchell was charged with a high hit on West Tigers star David Nofuoluma, but most of the talk in the fallout gem has been around what this means for his chances at claiming the Dally M medal, the award for the best player in the comp. And those chances are now pretty slim, Greg. He'll lose three Dally M votes for every week that he's out. That's the equivalent amount of votes you receive for being best on ground. So Mitchell would need four best on ground performances just to get back to where he was. He's also now on thin ice, as if he's suspended again this season, he's ineligible altogether. Someone who is familiar with suspensions is Jack Hetherington of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, Greg. Yeah, he's pretty familiar. Hetherington accepted the sixth suspension of his 29-game career yesterday, pleading guilty for a high tackle charge, so he'll miss five weeks bringing his total of missed games through suspension to 15, Jim. This really might end his career with more time on the sidelines than on the park. (laughs) Brazilian surfer Gabriel Medina has won the Narrabeen Classic in surfing yesterday with a pretty eye-catching move, Jim, called a backhand rotator. What a name. He got a lot of air off the wave, completing a full 360-degree spin and landing it smoothly. If you'd like to check it out, we'll put a link in the episode notes. It's the first win of the year for the two-time world champ. He took out Aussie young gun Morgan Sibilic in the quarterfinals on his way to the title. In the women's, American teenager Caroline Marks won the event after coming third in the Newcastle Cup early this month. Aussie Olympians Stephanie Gilmore and Sally Fitzgibbons made it as far as the quarterfinals. It's a good time to be a surfing fan in Australia, Greg. We're hosting the next two championship tour events as well. Yeah, it goes to WA for the Margaret River Pro starting May 2nd, then Rottnest Island later in the month. 
Not often one country hosts four championship tour events in a season, especially consecutively. As you said, Jem, good time to be a surfing fan. Best place to keep up to date is the World Surf League website. Brisbane's historic stadium, the Gabba, will be redeveloped with the hopes of becoming the centrepiece of the 2032 Olympics, should Brisbane's bid be successful. The 126-year-old stadium, known for AFL and cricket primarily, would host the opening and closing ceremonies. Gemma, it's going to cost a bit, according to yesterday's statement made by Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk. (laughs) Only if you think $1 billion is a bit, Greg. (laughs) The redevelopment is closer to a demolition, with Palaszczuk saying it will be completely rebuilt and raised up, increasing the capacity from 42,000 to 50,000. And if any of you are wondering why not bigger, well, Lord Mayor Adrian Schrinner says 50,000 is a sweet spot and he argued that Sydney's Olympic Stadium, originally built to fit 110,000, has been rarely filled since their Olympics. He also added that the Gabba has been in need for an upgrade for a while now too, Greg. And worth noting, the Gabba is actually the Brisbane cricket ground but nicknamed the Gabba as it's located in the suburb of Wollongabba. As a reminder, Brisbane is in the box seat to host the 2032 Games after the International Olympic Committee named Southeast Queensland as its preferred candidate back in February. The AFLW Awards were on last night, and for the first time in the code, there was a tie for the best and fairest. Collingwood's Brianna Davey and Fremantle's Kiara Bowers were named joint winners and both made it into the All-Australian squad to Jim. Where they were named captain and vice-captain too, respectively, Greg. As a reminder, the All-Australian squad is basically the dream team of the code, i.e. what the best team in the country would look like if you pulled the top players from across the clubs. Davey was the player's pick for MVP for the 2021 season and Bowers was the Coaches Association pick for Player of the Year. So, Greg, it seems like the whole code is in agreement about this. As for the rest of the awards, Brisbane Lion forward Courtney Hodder took out Goal of the Year and Adelaide Crow Danielle Ponter nabbed the win for Mark of the Year. We'll link the videos to both of those in the episode notes. And Melbourne Demon Tyler Hanks was named Rising Star for 2021. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, former NRL star turned boxer Paul Gallen, will be fighting tonight against career boxer and former heavyweight title holder Lucas Brown in Wollongong, New South Wales. There's been plenty of trash talking, as you would expect. And, Jem, yesterday we heard Brown can't fit into his gloves. Yeah, just too big, apparently, those giant hands. The reason it's coming up so late is that Brown had been in training in older warning gloves that had stretched out, whereas brand new Everlast ones he'll have to wear for the fight are too snug. Contractually, they have to be 10-ounce Everlast brand gloves, so organisers are scrambling to find some that fit. The broadcast starts from 7pm tonight on Foxtel's main event. To watch those big hands. (laughs) That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.